Why, hello there, my fellow kings and queens. Welcome to the Dynasty Monarchy Podcast, where you will learn how to rule over your Dynasty League for years to come. Now, allow me to introduce you to your hosts. All right, here we go. Episode number 99 of the Dynasty Monarchy Podcast. Welcome in. It's a different kind of episode today. It's going to be just me and Max kicking it. And Peter has some prior obligations, so we're going to be missing him. He'll be back for episode 100 next week. Kind of crazy, man. Episode 99. Football, I mean, preseason football is back. We're just getting into the swing of things. I think episode 100 is going to be pretty special, too. So what's going on, Max? Nothing. It's just surreal when you talk about it and you think about it. 99 episodes. I, I get we haven't done it for 99 straight weeks, but we've been pretty on top of it. I mean, we've missed a couple weeks here and there. Um, that's life. But just to be able to do this and to produce content for 99, 100 weeks and hopefully a lot more, um, God willing, like it's just it's just amazing. And I really hope that we've, I don't know, helped you guys out. And if you guys have anything special you want to hear about on episode 100, let us know because we have a lot of fun stuff planned, but would love to make it even better. 100%. Our Twitter is always open. Any suggestions you guys have, any uh, trade questions, roster construction questions, anything like that, we're pretty quick to respond on there. At Dynasty Monarchy, preseason is here. All of that. I've been trying to stay away from preseason betting. It's been kind of hard, honestly. I've bet on the Browns a few times, uh, the two games that they've had. But I think it really it opens up an interesting discussion as far as dynasty goes with preseason. We're getting to see these rookies out on the field for the first time. Some examples I can think of is like tank Dell, Jaden Reed, some of these other guys in your opinion, Max, what do you think can be taken away from these preseason games? As far as it goes, I guess it's more so for the rookies, the younger guys, are you using that to your advantage at all with trade talks are you trying to sell certain windows? Are you trying to buy based off of uh, if somebody's flashing in the preseason like Tank Dell? Uh, I'm just curious what your thoughts are on that. Tank Dell is interesting because like he had a really solid game. That was one of my buys a couple weeks ago when I said to buy like the Texans wide receiver core just because you never know who could explode there. I get it was one preseason game, but it's tough because like then if you're the owner of Tank Dell, like they're not going to sell right now. It's just you missed your opportunity there. Let it cool down. Let him have a bad preseason game too or something like that. Let him start off the year slow, then buy. Obviously, don't buy now. Um, selling windows, you could, man. I mean, like DJ Moore is a good example today. Like one catch, 62 yards. George Pickens the other day, same thing. These guys are playing one to two drives. They're playing against – I mean, probably some of the defenses, even starters out there. So – I think Khalil Herbert had another 56-yard touchdown today. Like, I would definitely be trying to sell him. But until we really, like, get, like, more than just a couple series, like, we get, like, a whole half, then maybe I'd start to buy. But right now, I'd just be selling 100%. How about you? Yeah, I'm definitely in the camp of selling. It's really tough to base anything, I feel like, on these preseason games. We're just so starved at this point for some action. I feel like everybody just goes crazy about it. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm definitely using this. I mean, this offseason period in particular, I mean, we're seeing people get injured. I mean, last episode, you guys kind of talked about uh, the Tim Patrick injury. Like Marvin Mims 
selling him. I, I sold them in a league for a haul. You got I mean, a haul. That was nuts. You got to tell the listeners. I, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, and this is where I feel like we'll get into it more next episode for episode 100. But as far as like knowing your league landscape and like the league marketplace, there was a guy in a league I'm in. He's a Broncos fan. So he was all in on Marvin Mims. Asked him about Ridley. I'm like, I'll give you Mims for Ridley. He countered back with some crazy offer that was like George Pickens, Zay Flowers for Mims in a second. And I don't know, man. I, this is, I feel like, where you can make some money back if you're an active dynasty player, just knowing where the hype is, knowing where your league mates stand on certain players. I mean, if you got a guy that loves George Pickens, he catches the touchdown. I'm hitting him with the trade offer. George Pickens for something nice. Even Jahan Dotson, another one who's been a darling for fantasy football Twitter, for other people in Dynasty. He caught a touchdown against the Browns. Pretty nasty catch. I mean, you could probably sell him for a little bit more just right right after he makes that play if if other people are watching. So I think that's where it gets interesting. Uh, I feel like we'll talk about that a little bit more for episode 100, but yeah, man, football's back. Can't be more excited. It's exciting times. It's a good, it's a good time for sure. I know we have our redraft league next Sunday, which is uh, our redraft draft next Sunday, which is super exciting. I am going to the Waffle House next Saturday, and uh, I'm not looking forward to it, Mister C. Just not looking forward to it. It's going to be a good time, but you know what? I am looking forward to. Um, Me and Max are going to the Fantasy Football Expo. It will be tomorrow. So this episode will probably be out later on Saturday, but we'll have full reports from that on next week's episode, but looking forward to kind of connecting with some people on that. So that'll be fun. Uh, We'll probably tweet something on our Twitter. So be on the lookout for that. Let's hop right into the episode. We're going to talk about some trades first off, because we have to do it. It's almost obligatory at this point to bring some trades Max, I actually brought you a trade for once. Somebody brings you a trade. So I got one for you. I don't think you'll like it, but here we go. It is in a 12-team Superflex full PPR start eight. I'm going to give you DeAndre Swift and Rashad Penny, and you will give me a 24 first-round pick. Uh, No, thank you. I don't think Swift's worth a first-rounder especially in Superflex. Penny doesn't really do much for me. I've heard a lot of hype about Kenneth Gainwell. Uh, kind of with like my makeup of my team right now, I have zero running back, zero tight end. So that pick is going to be probably pretty early, if I had to guess. Um, so we're looking at like Caleb Williams, Brock Bowers, Marvin Harrison, one of those guys. I'll probably pass for now, Mr. C. I was hoping it would be for Deshaun. I know you want Deshaun. No, I don't really, but... The only other thing I could maybe add is maybe put like, I it probably wouldn't push it over the edge, but maybe like Elijah Mitchell onto that, give you like three running backs to maybe throw in your starting lineup. But it seems like that one's not going to get done either way. So yeah, that one's kind of far off. I'm really, I don't like Swift. I don't know what it is. I just I haven't been like, at first I was like, this is a great spot for Swift. But then when you think about it, everything, it's like, I just don't see a world where he, gains value he's already 24 years old you know wanted to talk through a trade you know just on the episode kind of 
to hear what your thoughts were, listeners' thoughts. We're in a 12-team, half-point PPR, uh, one quarterback. And my team is just down on its luck right now. Like, it just – I think that's a nice way to put it. I have five twenty-five first-round picks. I have one twenty-four first-round pick, which is my own, which should be nice. I have Deontay Johnson. He's probably him, Wandale Robinson. They're, like, probably my best players. So that gives you an idea of the team I have right now. Um, but I've really been trying to – it's interesting, man, because I, I know where you stand on this, but I think we could bring it up and just talk for a little bit on it before we get into the team breakdown. I've been trying to trade Deontay Johnson in a 25 first for, like, an elite quarterback. So I've offered it for Jalen Hurts. I've offered it for Herbert. I've offered it for Josh Allen. And it's like I'm not super sold on an elite quarterback. Like I don't think you need one, especially like right now. Like I don't need one. The hypothetical trade was like projected top early to mid first round pick and Deontay Johnson for Josh Allen. It depends on how highly I guess you value Deontay Johnson. I'd probably still put him at like two second round picks. Maybe I, I don't think he's worth a first. You might think that maybe he is, but the team that you're trying to sell that to would have to be a rebuilder team because n- nobody who thinks that they're going to compete is going to trade away a quarterback. Even in one quarterback, I feel like there might be somebody who just is trying to get the value dip on it. But I feel like to get one of these top, five guys maybe like top four top three you might even have to throw on top of that maybe another second round pick or something which might sound ridiculous to some people but especially in the league that we play in I mean I feel like people if they have elite players in this league they're not going to trade them unless it's for a haul so I would maybe be trying to make that trade later on I don't know if I had your team, I would be trying to make that trade now because it's by not making the trade, you just keep points off of your roster. I mean, you might be sending a little bit with Deontay Johnson, but you get Jalen Hurts or Josh Allen. I mean, they're going to have a game where they go for 35, 40 points and they might, they, you, you might win a, a week or so, something like that. So I would probably stay away from it until maybe the next rookie cycle once you get those rookies on your team and then it might be another sell window for Deontay Johnson isn't he a free agent after the season I think so he has a potential out at least he just turned 27 he's only been in the league for four years this is his fifth year so I'm pretty high on Deontay there's people that aren't but I think that he can I think he'll be a top 24 wide receiver this year so I feel like I almost want to make the trade because I'm like itching to make a trade but that's bad so don't do that listeners but for like me personally, it's like I don't really want to give up that capital of like an early first round pick and Deontay Johnson, who I think could break out for like Josh Allen, where it's like I could go and get there's only really like four quarterbacks that I really like. And it's like Mahomes, Allen, Hertz and Herbert. But hypothetically speaking, like Josh Allen tears an ACL tomorrow. He's worth half the cost probably to an owner like any owner would probably be like, oh, yeah, I'll take a first round for him. Like in a one quarterback league. I mean, maybe. But it's like, okay, Deontay Johnson balls out this year. He gets up to a first. It's like, oh, I'll give you Deontay in a second instead of a first, you know, for like a hurt quarterback or something like that. So it's one of those things where it's like the windows, and I don't think it's a good time to sell Deontay, and I don't think it's a good time to buy one of these elite quarterbacks. 
I'm just curious why in your mind would you be trying to buy an elite quarterback on a team that's rebuilding for the most part? So in my mind, it's like, okay, I don't really have like really anything. So it's like, I get an elite, I get a Jalen Hurts. Then I could build my team around Jalen Hurts. Let's say hypothetically I have the one-on-one next year. Okay, I have Marvin Harrison and Jalen Hurts. Like that's two really good cornerstone pieces. And then I go into the following season and I have four or five first round picks. It's like, okay, so then you get that and go from there. But honestly, with how it's playing out and how it's probably going to go is like, if I get, that's the other thing, which we have so much time to talk about this during the year. But if I get like one-on-one, for example, like, yes, all, all I really want is Marvin Harrison. Like, I think he's going to be a stud. Like, I think I don't, he's going to be a top five pick in the real draft. Must barring crazy, whatever. But I almost feel like I have to trade the pick. I mean, maybe. I mean, if you get three, three first round picks, I mean, you probably should trade the pick. I mean, I feel like unless you're getting something crazy, I mean, that's the only thing you would probably trade him for, right? I mean, if he ended up on your team, I wouldn't trade it for two first round picks. But... I mean, if it was like 101 for, let's say, 103 and 107. I would do that. And that's probably what something like I'll try to explore is like if I could get Brock Bowers and a Mabuka or something like that, you know, like sure, I'd rather have those two players. But there's a lot of time, a lot of, I mean, the season has to be played and everything like that. So that's honestly probably what I will try to do is just trade back into the first and get two first and kind of go from there. I think another avenue too for your team, I mean, if you get an early second round pick and you could draft like Caleb Williams then you really don't need to trade a first plus Deontay Johnson for one of the top four guys. I mean, even though Caleb Williams won't be instantly that he'll probably be close to the top 10 and dynasty quarterbacks. So if you could get up there, I mean, it might, I doubt he would be a first round pick in one quarterback, but I've seen crazier things, honestly. Yeah. I mean, Richardson went one twelve in our league. So, I mean, I don't know. It's tough in one quarterback leagues. Alrighty, so that's going to wrap up our preseason talk. Got a little bit of trade talk in there as well. So let's hop right into our team breakdown. Alrighty, Max, we got an interesting one here. This is in a league that all three of us actually are in. We manage separate teams in this league. But I thought this was an interesting team just because I've been looking at it all offseason. I really don't know the direction for this team. I feel like I have a good idea, but I felt like it was an interesting one to talk about because I could mirror some other teams that maybe some listeners out there have or something, maybe one of your other leagues, you see a team like this where you can maybe explore some trade options. So I'm going to start it off here. It's going to be a 12 team super flex full PPR start eight as well. I'm going to go through the notable players. Uh, so at quarterback, it's going to be Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, Matt Corral. Running back is going to be Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones, Roshan Johnson, Izzy Abanacanda, Kyron Williams, Demetric Felton, Chuba Hubbard. Uh, wide receivers looking like Stephon Diggs, Juju, Odell Beckham, Darius Slayton, Wandale Robinson. Tight end is going to be Darren Waller and Hunter Henry. And this team also has all of its first round picks uh, for the next three years. 
in your opinion, Max, if you had this team, what direction are you taking it? Are you trying to flip some of these older guys? Are you trying to shove some of the chips in, maybe try to compete this year, maybe the next year? What's your thoughts on this team build? Because I feel like I have a direction in my head that I think. It's tough, man. I mean, we're both obviously in this league, as you mentioned, and there's a lot of like really solid teams. There's probably six, seven solid, solid, eight, you could probably even say solid teams. And this is not one of them that I'd put it in. Like, I don't think this is a super solid team by any means. I think that there's a realm of possibilities where Josh Allen's QB one, Nick Chubb's running back one, Diggs finishes wide receiver, wide receiver one, and, and Waller finishes top five. Like, I really think that's a pretty strong possibility, um, especially with like Allen, Chubb, and Diggs, especially having the stack. But it's just in a super flex league, if you're going to be a serious competitor, you need at least three quarterbacks. I'm not saying you need Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Jalen Hurts, but you need like a Josh Allen, Tua Tagovailoa, and Derek Carr. Baker Mayfield, Matt Corral just will not cut it. Aaron Jones is so old. Nick Chubb is getting up there in age as well. He has no running back depth. After Stefan Diggs, he has no wide receiver depth really as well. Like Juju doesn't really do me much. Odell, as much as I love him, I don't think he's going to contribute that often. He's going to be very hit or miss. And Darren Waller. I think that I would be trying to rebuild in this league. I'd probably keep Josh Allen. And I'd just be trying to trade Diggs, trade Waller, trade Chubb, trade Aaron Jones, see what I could get. I mean, from Diggs and Chubb, you could probably get like three first if you traded both of them and then like Waller, I'd probably wait to trade him till he has a big couple of games and I would trade him during the season. So I think out of those like four or five, four guys, you can get like four first for him. And if you do that, you have your own first and set your own, your own, every pick. Like if you get 224, 225 first, and you could go into the season with Josh Allen and three picks in 24 and three picks in 25, then you're looking at like Josh Allen, Caleb Williams, you know, stuff like that. That's spot on to what I was thinking. Like you brought up with Waller for an in-season trade. I feel like it's more so for Aaron Jones because I don't know that you'll really get a ton of value for him. I don't know, but that's a risky game because he's probably only worth a couple second round picks. So, I mean, I feel like you might be able to get somebody to trade to trade him. I mean, in this league in particular, running backs, I feel like are rarely traded because everybody thinks that they can compete so you might be able to just get the two seconds straight up for him I feel like you could almost get a first for Waller right now because I feel like there's been a ton of hype with him being like the only person that Daniel Jones is throwing to and all that so I think you can get somebody to buy into that narrative and there's a few other guys on the bench that are really like the depth pieces like Israel Abanakanda, Dearness Johnson. I mean, even Roshan, like while I do like Roshan, if there's a window where he's going to be a starting running back for like two or three games, like and get all the work, uh, like give me two seconds for him or give me a second and a third, honestly. I really do think this could be a solid rebuilder if you keep Allen. I feel like that has to be the main thing. No, you have to keep Allen even though you might be able to get like four first round picks for him. Like you said, I mean, 
if you sell off these vet guys for first rounders, your pick could be looking like top three. I mean, just because of how decently solid a lot of these teams are in the league as well. I mean, I feel like it won't take that much to get one of those like top three, top four picks. So I, I really, I think it's spot on max. It could be tough for people to do because you see all these stud players in your lineup, right? Josh Allen, Diggs, Chubb, you're like, dang, I got a chance this year. Maybe I should shove all my chips. The thing with that is you you really have to look at your window as, okay, maybe you trade your first for this year, but what does that get you? It's not going to get you probably the depth pieces that you would need. Like one first, you might be able to get Deontay Johnson and another wide receiver, but you're still lacking the depth, I feel like, at running back to really make a push. And at quarterback, like you said, quarterback two is just a gaping void in this roster. And, okay, so you trade the 24 first. If you trade your 25 first as well, then it could really get murky because Stefan Diggs, 29 years old, Aaron Jones seems like he could be on his way out. I mean, not of Green Bay, but just of fantasy relevance. I mean, especially going into the 25 season and Chubb, as much as I love him, who knows? I mean, so you could really be pigeonholing yourself, I feel like, if you end up pushing the chips in. And it's just a tough decision to make because especially this guy in particular, it could be similar to a lot of listeners' teams as well, where it's like, Maybe you don't have the best depth pieces, but you got those upper end, Josh Allen, Chubb, some of those guys. Maybe you make the playoffs. Maybe you make the second round of the playoffs, but you don't win it all. And you're kind of in your head like, well, I was good enough to make the playoffs the past two years, so maybe I should just go for it all. You just have to be realistic and kind of look at the league landscape. I mean, all the time. It's the windows. This window seems like it's there, but I the assets aren't there to make something out of it. I'm trying to talk myself into a way you could compete with this roster, but there's only one way to do it. In the same league, like this one person, he traded Mahomes and got two twenty-four first rounders, Trey Lance at the time, who was very solid, like a promising prospect. Uh, Javonta Williams, Deontay Johnson, and Ryan Tannehill. I think that if you can trade Josh Allen and get, I mean, that right there in value, it's probably like four or five first rounders. Um, if you could do that, you could go from like a Josh Allen to like a Tua Tagovailoa and two first, like whatever. Like honestly, Nixie, like you could probably make a pretty appeasing offer to the guy of Tua and a first Quentin Johnson and then like another throw in piece. And it's like, okay, like Josh Allen's great, but that's the other option. There's, those are like the only two options. It's either you, I, I don't even think I'd consider shoving my chips in. I really wouldn't. I'd either rebuild it or I would try and go for it by trading Josh Allen. If that makes sense, which it doesn't. So. Yeah, that really is the only Avenue like you were saying, because having a guy like Allen, is such an advantage, especially in super flex. I was just trying to think about it from the other side of things, maybe get your opinion on that. I I feel like rebuilding, though, 
is probably the best option because this team, it's in the middle. It's the definition of in the middle. Not enough depth to win some top end pieces, but at the end of the day, got to look in the mirror, do what's best for your team and probably for your pocketbooks as well. It might not be immediate, but yeah, it's interesting. And like, I would probably go down the avenue of trading Josh Allen just because I'm a trade addict, but I think the smart thing is probably just to rebuild it, even though like rebuilding just sucks. Like in our most important league, like I'm rebuilding and it's just like, I used to be on the sleeper bot like a couple hours a day. I felt like now I'm like never on it. So yeah, it could be a good thing in the long run. But before we let the listeners go, I just wanted to bring up real quick a trade max that you had proposed to you. It was in the Superflex League, Deshaun Watson for CJ Stroud and a 24 first. I, people's values, I feel like, are all over the place with him. That would That's be like, basically what two and a half firsts, at least three. Right. So, I mean, if you think that's the baseline right now, I don't know. Cause for me, I don't think I could pay three firsts for him. But like during the season, let's say he's he goes back out and to, has a top five year. Right. And he's no, seven years old and he's a Browns quarterback. You'll pay three firsts for him. For sure. Yeah. I was more so saying I wouldn't pay that right now, but sure. let's say mid season and he's. QB six year or something like that. It's a different story then, but I feel like, I don't know, because if you want to get the points off your roster, I mean, that's the way to do it. And you get another first on top of it. Cause you really only have that your first round pick next year. Right. So if you keep Watson till mid season, I, I mean, you might, uh, you running backs, you don't have really any running back. So it might be hard to, to find some wins there, but you might still find some unwanted wins. If you get a DK crazy game and Watson goes crazy, I guess I didn't really give an answer. I feel like I, I would wait because I, you could probably get more. If it was six point passing touchdown, I would maybe consider it like heavily consider it, but if it's four point passing touchdown in this league, Watson brings the rushing upside as well. He's shown that he's been top five already. So I feel like you just got to hope that that comes back to fruition and be able to sell him for an even greater haul to where it's maybe Stroud and two firsts or something of that insert young quarterback plus two firsts, especially with the lack of um, draft capital you have, but. Yeah, I mean, I think my first right now is like 101 to 103, honestly. So, I mean, if I could get Caleb Williams, I'm not a big Drake May fan, but like Brock Bowers or Marvin Harrison, I'd be pretty happy with that. Keep Watson, let's say Pickett or Love hits, let's say both of them hit, that'd be great. Then you're looking at like just a whole new team where it's like, okay, Watson hits, those quarterbacks hit. That's a lot of hitting. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, I don't know. We'll see. And that's the beauty of it, though, man. It's like, this is why I love Dynasty. Like redraft, yeah, everyone can go draft Austin Eckler and Travis Kelsey, and but it's like getting those guys, finding those guys. Like we'll talk about it next week. Just some of our favorite guys to buy or add from waivers. Like, dude, I mean the Patriots quarterback Malik Cunningham, he looks pretty solid. DTR from the Browns, he looks really good, bro. I mean, maybe I'm a Browns fan. Oh wait, I am, but he just looks athletic. So. 
Yeah. And that's what we were talking about at the beginning of the show too, where I'm selling that because if I'm in a super flex league, I picked up DTR for a fourth round pick. If I could sell them for two third round picks in like a deeper league, let's say it's like a 14 team league. I'd probably do that. I mean, even Malik Cunningham, if you picked him up off waivers, I'd sell him for a fourth round pick, honestly. <laughs> Cause I mean, even though it's just those little things, but I feel like they could make the difference longer term. I feel like that was a good episode. I mean, there it was a bit shorter. We're kind of on some time constraints, but please let us know what you thought of the episode. Hit us up on Twitter at Dynasty Monarchy. Episode 100 is coming next week. We, we have a good episode planned, honestly. We've already been talking about it. Different things we're going to talk about, different things we're going to reveal to you guys. The Jersey giveaway being number one, but also... We're going to reveal our gratitude to you guys, because if you've been listening this whole time, 100 episodes, we're just about to be there. So you deserve a firm handshake, firm Internet handshake. So we really do appreciate you guys for listening. We'll be back next week with some reports from the FF Expo episode 100. It's going to be a banger. Let's go. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the Dynasty Monarchy Podcast. Fancy some fantasy advice? Tweet or DM at Dynasty Monarchy on Twitter. Until next time, farewell my fellow kings and queens.